Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Uh, today, as always, we're going to be listening to the audio back from this morning's Days Confused and Generally Buggered, which is my daily live video, which I'm putting out all the time at the moment to try and help answer your social media and video questions that you have uh, burning inside you right now during this craziness that we're all called lockdown and COVID-19. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested, you can sponsor the live daily broadcast and all the content that comes from it, including this podcast, uh, for a weekly basis. So please do get in touch if you're interested in that. My email address is in the section below. And without further ado, shall we get started? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. <laughs> Good morning. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused, which is how we're all generally feeling at the moment. And I took the name from my dad's old mug, uh, which is one of the things I inherited. <laughs> like you inherit a mug. But anyway, I inherited this mug um, and it said on it, well, when this all started off, I was drinking from it. I was like, yeah, we all feel a little bit dazed and confused at the moment. That's what I'm going to call my daily live broadcast. So here we are going live every single day, seven days a week, helping you with your social media and video questions across Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram Live as well. So uh, wherever you are, uh, thank you very much for joining us this morning. I'm going to be talking about the magic pill that is social media and uh, the one thing you can all do to uh, make sure your social media goes stratospheric. I'm going to tell you how you can make your social media go huge so easily, maybe. Um, and also, as always, answering your social media and video questions. So if you've got any questions you want to ask about social media or video for your brand, for your business, chuck them into the comments, whatever platform you're watching on. I'll get hold of them and uh, we'll answer as many of them as we possibly can do during today's live show. Uh, also, we've got a couple of questions that came in overnight on email as well. Uh, first things first, though, before we get fully enladened into everything, who the hell am I to tell you anything? Uh, well, I'm Simon Scholes and I run Perception Studios and we're an award-winning visual marketing agency based in the UK and we help brands and businesses create content for their social media that really helps them stand out. So it could be video, animation, aerial, photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. We take them through the whole creative process from the very beginning to understanding where they need the video in the first place, all the way through to the final product of having that video and even helping them distribute it. However, a few years ago, when my dad passed away, I started to realize I wanted more of a legacy. I realized actually I wanted to help more people. And I could see a point in the market where a lot of small businesses didn't have the money to spend coming to an agency like us, having content created on a regular basis. But social media is such a powerful and important tool for your brand and for your business that actually you need to be doing it on a consistent, regular basis. And this is something I've been talking about for like the last 10, 15 years or so, uh, since Yahoo forums and MySpace and stuff like that. So I took everything that I've learned over the years, uh, I created an easy process to try and help 
smaller businesses create content on a regular basis called How to Nine Times Your Social Media, turned it into a number one book, which I'm giving away for free now, so you can get a hold of that as well if you want. Um, but that's what these daily broadcasts are all about, basically, is trying to help you understand what you can do yourself for free because there's so much and so many people out there who will try and charge you for a course or charge you a small fortune for doing X, Y, and Z when actually there's a lot of things you can do yourself that won't cost you a penny. Yes, they'll cost you time, but if you have the time on your hands and you're not selling, well, you should be selling, but you should also be marketing and the two aren't mutually exclusive. So absolutely, you should be getting your content out there on social media. So that's what it's all about. So I just want to help you get creating, basically. So let's have a quick look, see who's tuned in. We've got Miles and Ed. Uh, we've also got Andrew Kirkup, who's joined us. Uh, Nadal as well. Good morning, Nadal. Brand new um, follower who um, I had a question I answered on Twitter earlier on today. Uh, A.E. Cavan, uh, CR7 as well as joined us. Um, and there's a few guys who are following us and watching us on some of the other channels as well. So if you've got any questions or if you just want to say hello, feel free and um, we can have a chat in the comments or what have you on whatever channel. Um, okay, so the magic pill for social media. So many people will start a social media channel or multiple social media channels for the brand, for the business, with the idea that it's going to be that magic pill. Social media is going to bring you thousands upon thousands of pounds worth of business for your brand and for your business. And the fact of the matter is, it doesn't. So many people still think it's a magic pill, and you're wrong. Social media is just another tool that you can be using to market yourself, market your brand, market your business, whatever, but it is just a tool. It is not a magic pill. It will not cure all ills. It will not make your business fly if it wasn't flying before. It will help get the name of your business out there if you are consistent and if you're giving value, but it will not make everything okay. And the sooner people understand this, the better. You have got to get it out of your head that it is going to make everything all right. It's like somebody saying to you, get a video on your website because video will increase your website's SEO, dwell times and conversion rates. Well, it will if you make it do it. Just putting a website video on your website doesn't mean everybody everywhere else knows that website video even exists. Doesn't mean that's necessarily what you needed. And yeah, it's it's all about using the right content in the right context, but also talking to everybody everywhere and just understanding that you've got to be patient. You've got to be consistent. You're not going to get a result tomorrow. You wouldn't walk into a gym and expect to walk out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger on the same day. You must understand in your mind of minds that you have to get your diet right. You have to be doing the right exercises. You need to be burning fat, but then you need to build some muscle, so you need to bulk, and then it's going to take a long time to do this. It's not going to be a, a, a one-session thing. The amount of times, and I belong to a gym, and I go to a gym on a regular basis. I used to be an athlete. The amount of times you see in summer, obviously not right now, but during the summer, loads of people suddenly start using the gym and then they disappear after about two or three weeks because they've gone on their holiday. And the only reason they've come to the gym for two or three weeks is because, obviously, in two or three weeks, you can get yourself a, a beach body. You can look brilliant for the beach within two or three weeks. No, you can't. And it's the same with social media. You might get lucky and one of your pieces of content go viral, but does that mean that every single piece of content is going to go viral? 
Not necessarily. It takes time to build an audience who give a shit about what it is that you've got to say. So you've got to spend your time and put effort into making sure that you are putting content out on a regular basis so you can build an audience of people who care about what it is that you're saying, who will want to share what it is that you're saying to their audience on their social media channels. Because you've got to remember, these people, when they're sharing their content, they're not just sharing it with other business contacts. They might be sharing it with friends as well. So... They want to make sure that what you're giving is value and what you're giving is is good and actually going to help somebody that might be within their friends list. So if you are giving that value, if you are an electrician and teaching people how to rewire a plug or put up a light, that's useful. But if you're an electrician and you're going, look at this light I put up, isn't it awesome? Come and hire me to put up your lights. More people are likely to say, no, you're all right. Thanks very much. That's a really small job. And I'm going to have to pay you hundreds of pounds to come and put my lights up when I can maybe spend um, 10 minutes on YouTube, learn how to put up a light and then do it and maybe take me an hour to do it. But it's not cost me 90 pounds because my time isn't worth 90 quid an hour. So yeah, you need to think sensibly about your content not thinking that you're going to get an instant result straight away either. You're not going to have an audience automatically. You're not going to put out one piece of content on Twitter and suddenly have a £5 million deal drop in your lap. It could happen, but it's not very likely. Unless you've got a product nobody else on the planet has got and everybody on the planet is going to want, like a COVID-19 injection that will make everybody okay, then you don't have a product that everybody wants. You have a product that some people will want and you need to help them cure that pain. What's the pain point your actual product helps with? Be it the fact that you're struggling with an idea for a birthday gift or the fact that you don't want to have to do your bookkeeping for your business because your time's too valuable so you need to hire a bookkeeper. They're more likely to buy from somebody who's been giving value for a long period of time. That bookkeeper will have built an audience over a long period of time. They will not have just stepped onto Twitter or stepped onto YouTube or stepped onto Facebook and suddenly had thousands upon thousands of people following them. It doesn't work that way. Social media doesn't work that way. You've got to be social on social media. That's the most poignant name there is. Social media. It is a media format where you are social. So start being social, start putting out content that's going to help people, that's going to be social for them. And hopefully you'll get to a position where people might want to buy from you, but they're not going to do that straight away. They're certainly not going to do that if all you do is ever sell at them. And you've got to get out of your head that instantly you're going to have this amazing audience. You have a potential of an amazing audience. You don't have an amazing audience. You've got to put the content out to get that amazing audience. So start doing it. Stop treating social media like a magic pill. I've spoken about this a few times on the lives over the last eight, nine weeks, whatever it is I've been doing them. Um, Yeah, you've just got to get it out of your head. You've just got to stop doing that and actually put the effort in. Social media is hard work. Running a business is hard work. And if you don't want to put the hard work in, go and get a job. Nobody's going to look down on you for doing that. But if you want to put the hard work in, if you want to make your small business absolutely fly and make an extra income or make an income that means you can give up the job that you've currently got, then put the hard work in. Stop making excuses. Everybody makes excuses. Oh, well, I don't have the time. We'll make the time. That's why I came up with the How to Nine Times Your Social Media Process, because the biggest issue for most people with social media is I don't have the time to do it. So I made the time for them to do it by making what content they can create easily work harder for them 
rather than them having to make loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of content. They can make one piece of content and make that one piece of content work harder for them. So hopefully you're going to now step away from this live when it finishes and uh, start making some content for your brand and stop worrying about huge audiences, seeing everything straight away, and just worry about the fact that you're going to be patient. You're going to put out some consistent content. And I mean every single day. I don't mean once a week or once a month. You're going to put out lots of content that's all value-based. And then now and again, maybe put out some like really high-end content as well. But you're going to put out content on a regular basis and watch your audience grow. Don't forget to hashtag it. Don't forget to share it with people who will want to see it. You still can't expect people to automatically find you. You've got to help them find you. You're going to make it easy for them. Social media doesn't automatically put your content in front of the person that you want it to see. You've got to tell that person that it actually exists. So find the hashtags that will point it towards them. Find the different business groups that will point it towards them. Find the different forums that will point it towards them. Find the people on LinkedIn and follow them and connect with them and then post that content knowing full well that they're going to get value from it because you're the voice of authority for their area and then you'll be on to a winner. Okay, excellent. I think I've ranted enough about social media being a magic pill for forever. I don't think I'm, do I ever have to say it again? I probably will, but anyway, and let's have a quick look, see if anybody else has joined us yet. Not this morning on Instagram Live. We've got a few people watching on some of the other channels. So uh, let's go through some of your questions. I've got a couple of questions this morning that came in overnight. Um, we'll go through those. And then if you have any other questions that you'd like to ask, um, stick them into the comments right now, and I'll do my best to go through them. Um, okay, so uh, Marshall got in touch um, on Twitter again. Uh, what are five ways a comic creator like me can leverage social media efficiently to build his career while having time to create the actual comic book while it is still a side hustle? Um, okay, five ways, probably a little bit of a stretch, but I can come up with a couple. Um and again, this is something I've spoken about a lot for lots of different areas, but especially doing what you do as a comic book creator, somebody who draws comics and comes up with stories, people will love to see the behind the scenes of that. People would love to see how you've come up with those ideas, how you've got those ideas and made them into something. So give them that behind the scenes look and do that on things like Instagram stories, create vlogs, do it on Snapchat, maybe even on TikTok, do time lapses of you doing the drawings that you're doing, because there's nothing more satisfying than seeing somebody do a really good drawing and something that's really out of the box. And also the fact that you are a creator means there's something that somebody will never have seen before as well. So create content like that but that's what i would do we live in this voyeuristic age like i say things like love island big brother they all work because people like to see other people living their lives that's why vlogs work as well on youtube or used to work maybe not so much because everybody thinks they can do one but just give people that behind the scenes look that behind the scenes into the mindset of a comic book creator what gives you inspiration. You're walking down the street and you see a tree. Does that give you inspiration for something? Uh, what gives you inspiration for the story that you've come up with? How do you go about writing the story? Help people understand what the process is um, and then put the content out and hopefully people will want to buy the comic book because they've seen you going through that process of creating it. It's the same for a lot of businesses. I spoke about this the other day for a carpentry company. Show that behind the scenes of building what it is that you build, and then people will go, wow, that's what they do? 
great, I want to be part of that. I'm going to buy their services. For you, it would be a case of, wow, that's the effort he goes into creating the content that he's going to put out. That's a time lapse of just one drawing. I can't imagine how long it takes him to do the entire comic book. And then the comic book comes out and they go, I want to get more into these characters, understand them a little bit more. You've given them kind of a background view. You've given them a bit behind the scenes of how you've put together the comic book. They buy the comic book. So don't get me wrong. Um, I'm all for putting out content for free and giving value and stuff like that. But at some point or another, we all have to make money. We all have to pay the bills. Um, there's a lot of people who say just keep putting content out for free all the time. I agree, but to a point, because at some point or another, you're going to have to say, I've got something that I would like you to buy. So please, would you like to buy it? Um, and you've just got to find a way of doing that. And I think that's pretty much the way I would go about it. Five ways of doing that, I don't know. Putting the content out on lots of different channels, time lapses on Twitter, uh, time lapses on TikTok, Snapchat, long-form content on YouTube and Facebook, um, even LinkedIn. There's going to be people on there who love comic books. Use it as a social media channel. I know it's aimed at businesses, but it is evolving all the time, constantly changing. Put your comic stuff out there. Get people to consume it. It's not going to hurt, is it? What's the worst thing that could happen? You've created a piece of content that you put on Instagram and you put it on LinkedIn and only five people see it. It's five more people who wouldn't have seen it if you didn't put it there in the first place. Um, so, yeah, there you go, Marshall. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, okay, let's have a look, see if we've got any questions here. Uh, I have a question about the number of people uh, one follows on Instagram. I look at someone like Gary V and Ty Lopez's accounts, for example, and see that they follow a small portion of people. But then I think if I don't follow back people, even if I don't give them value, like some friends or people at school, they could like move away or want to follow me because I don't follow them. Um, I don't understand the significance of following people because I want to connect with people. But does that mean I need to follow them? If I don't follow them and for that reason they stop, so basically, you're asking about follow for follow. Um, don't do it. Fact, the fact of the matter is just don't follow for follow. If you're worried about um, friends from school and like what else it is that you do, and this question has come from um, Nadal, um, then I would have two separate accounts. Have a business account or brand account and then your personal account. Your friends, your family can follow your brand account, your, your personal account, and then your friends and family can follow your brand account, but don't expect you to follow them back on it. And... Anybody else can follow you on it as well. Don't ever follow for follow. Basically, all that happens is the algorithm, when it looks at your content or on Instagram or on any other channel at all as well. I did a whole video about this yesterday, I think it was. I'm, I'm forgetting my days. It was either yesterday or the day before. Um, but basically, the algorithm looks at the content and goes, okay, that's great. He's got 10,000 followers. So why did that piece of content there only get 25 likes? probably means his content's crap. It doesn't mean it is. It just means the people who've connected with you because you followed them aren't really connected or emotionally tied into your content because they've just followed for follow. They haven't followed because they like the content you're putting out or actually enjoy it. So stop worrying about actually following people back. If somebody follows your content, especially on a brand or a business account, brilliant. That's great. Just leave them to follow you. If you get value from their content as well, absolutely follow them back. But only if you're getting value from their content and you want to follow them back as a business or as a brand. 
but don't do follow for follow because the algorithm just doesn't like it. It pushes your content further down the, the stream um, because you're not getting the results it would expect from the audience that you've got. So therefore, then your content gets pushed further and further and further down so less and less and less people see it. So you go from 25 likes down to 20, down to 18, down to 15, down to 10, down to 5, to the point where almost nobody's seeing your content whatsoever because what happens is the algorithms only push your content out to a small amount of the audience in the first place. They don't push your content out to all 10,000 people. They put it out to maybe 5 or 6%. And then they go, on that number, okay, that many people have liked it. Mm, well, it's obviously rubbish. So like 5% of 10,000, it's not many people, is it? So they're going to look at that and go, 5,000 people have got your piece of content, but still only 25 people have liked it? Nah. No, it's rubbish. So don't follow for follow. Just concentrate on having an audience who give a shit about what you've got to say and what you're putting out, um, and you'll be fine. Absolutely fine. Uh, okay, let's have a quick look, see if anybody else is asking anything else on Instagram right now. Nope, but Nadal just say, okay, got it. Uh, so if they follow me, that's great. If not, too bad. Absolutely. S simple as that. Um, if somebody doesn't follow you, you don't know any different anyway. Do you? So what difference does it make? And if they do follow you, brilliant. It makes your content uh, get seen by more people as long as they keep interacting with your content. And if they're just doing follow for follow, then they will drop off eventually anyway because they're not going to follow, stay following you if you're not following them back. Simple as. Um, okay, let's have a quick look elsewhere, see if we've got any other questions. Not right now. Okay, my final question, unless anybody else asked something this morning. Uh, because I run a video company, this one came through from somebody asking, what's ISO mean on a camera? So if you have, I don't have my camera here, actually. It's over there. I'm not going to leave the, the screen just to go get it. Um, but on a camera, you have exposure, shutter speed, all that kind of stuff. You have what's called ISO. And ISO is effectively the sensitivity of your sensor on that camera. And different cameras have different sensitivity levels. And basically what it means is it's the amount of light it's letting in for the, the, the kickoff of the amount of grain. So you know when you see um, a picture and it looks really a bit fuzzy, but you can see the you can understand what the picture actually is, but it looks like a, a TV that's not being tuned properly because it's a bit fuzzy. That's what's called grain, called noise. Um, and effectively, what's that caused by is the fact that there's not enough light in the room, but the sensor on the camera can effectively drag as much light in as possible, but by making the sensor pixels actually bigger so that they draw more light in, so it becomes really quite grainy. So you'd get that noise effect. And so that's why you try to light a room as nicely as you possibly can do so that you don't have that noise effect. So the higher the number on ISO, the more light the sensor is trying to suck in, but the more noise you will get. So the lower the number, the more crisp, the more pristine the image will be that you're taking, be it a photograph or a video, it works in both uh, formats, depending on the camera you've got. Um, and so the lower the number you've got, the better the image will be for everybody to watch. That's why people use things like prime lenses, because they drop down the aperture, uh, which is the amount of light, again, that's coming into the lens. Um, and so the lower you've got, lower aperture you've got, the less depth of field you've got behind you. So it gets nice and blurry behind you. You've seen that kind of image before. But um, most importantly, is it's looking nice because it's nice and bright, even if it's in a dark room. And ISO helps with that as well. Um, so I kind of I hope that's helped your question. And like I say, not every camera has the ability to do it in film. 
pretty much every DSLR you get will have the ability to do it on photographs. But for example, the first camera I ever got, the Canon uh, 600D, didn't have the ability to improve the ISO. You can improve the exposure on video. It wasn't all set in stone, but you couldn't change the ISO. Um, so yeah, you had to put a prime lens on to try and drop the aperture down to try and get as much lighting as possible. But then a prime lens doesn't work because it's fixed. And so you can't, it, it's not very good with stabilization. So you can't really move around very easily with it um, without it looking really jerky and, and crap. So, um, so yeah, if you're going to do video and light is an issue, definitely splash a few extra quid and buy one that can handle things like ISO uh, to a high number uh, so that you can suck in as much light as humanly possible and get a better image. Anyway, right. Okay, let's have a look here. Um, okay, Nadal with another question. Could you give us some useful resources for content creation on websites or programs to do lives like yours? Okay, so this live is done on StreamYard. There will be after this is finished. Right now on all the other channels, it's right there now for you. When this is finished, Nadal, it'll go live on um, Instagram TV, and there will be a bunch of links down below uh, which you can click on, and there's some great resources there for you, um, one of which is StreamYard, which is the software I use, and it helps push my content out to a multiple number of channels. Uh, five at the moment is the maximum they can do, but it goes on to Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, a couple of Facebook groups, um, and I can go live on TikTok as well, but I don't have enough handsets. Um, and I've also got my handset, which goes onto Instagram Live as well. So that's the resource I use for that. And when it comes to creating content, um, what I suggest is you, first of all, understand who your ideal client is, your avatar. Once you know that, you put together a marketing plan. Um, and what I suggest to most businesses is to try and draw your content back into events that are happening throughout the year. So things like Star Wars Day, Wimbledon, the World Cup. Obviously, right now, obviously, COVID-19 is a bit of a huge issue. Um, but try to keep it to things that are not quite so divisive. So don't cause arguments and stuff like that across your social media. Just create content that is connected to events that a little bit more lighthearted, maybe a little bit more fun um, and would make your content interesting. That way, then you can start doing things like blogging, uh, which helps you understand exactly what you're going to be talking about on a regular basis. Then you can create memes. You can create short form videos. There's all sorts of things you can do, live videos. Um, you can edit them into short form content. There's lots of different stuff you can do. Um, and there's loads of apps that are available. Uh, things like Clipomatic, which will allow you to make 60 second videos with captions on it. And you can edit the captions as you go. Um, there's, there's loads. Um, what I'll do is I'll put a list of the ones I use into the section below, but there's lots of free ones out there. Don't necessarily look at paying for stuff all the time. Um, you've got Ripple, which is a paid for one. Tailwind is a pay, paid for one. There's some really good stuff out there, but why pay when you can get some free stuff um, that you can that you can use? So um, I'll put a list of them, the ones that I use below, um, and hopefully they'll help you with a bit of content creation using your phone. Because let's face it, not everybody has a laptop, not everybody has a tablet, um, but we do mostly all have a phone, um, and I think that's probably a great way of helping you to create content. If I just give you a list of what I use, um, and that way you're onto a bit of a winner, hopefully, with uh, some content creation. Right, okay, let's have one last quick check, see if we've got any more questions. Nothing on the usual channels, just a few people saying hi. Um, and we just pause quickly on the Instagram. Sorry about that. My battery's running low. Um, and no more questions right now on Instagram either. So I am going to foxtrot 
Oscar. So I will say thank you very much for watching today. As always, don't forget I'm here every single day. Uh, today I am off daddy daycare for a few hours, which is why I could go live and I can talk loudly and have fun and get more gestures in. Tomorrow I'm back on daddy daycare. So it will hopefully be around about 11.30 we'll be live. Um, but I'll have to be slightly quieter because it will be nap time. Um, so until tomorrow, thanks so much for watching as always. It does amaze me that you guys watch on a regular basis. Uh, if you're brand new, hit subscribe, whatever channel you're on. Um, go and subscribe to my other channels as well. All the links are in the section below. Um, and if you've got any questions, if you're watching on the replay right now or you're listening to the podcast version of this, drop them into my email inbox. Uh, again, the link is below, or you can just uh, see on the video right now, scrolling across the screen as well. Um, drop me an email and uh, hopefully we can have a chat and I can help you as best as I possibly can. Anyway, until tomorrow, stay safe. Um, try and continue to be healthy and go and have some exercise in the rain in the UK. I don't know where else everybody else is, but here it's pouring down. So um, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one and uh, bye. This was a Perception Studios production.